All right, we are back. Creator Club podcast. We're here with John Marsh. We're going to jump straight into it today. And we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do a short episode on a question that came through, like a Q&A. So a lot of the questions that we get from businesses are specific to the business, right? Like we work with lots of different kinds of businesses. And so, you know, sharing them on here doesn't necessarily bring a lot of value. But sometimes we get ones like this, which are very you know, common or, or normal or like a shared human experience kind of question. So I want to bring this up today and I think it could bring people a lot of value. I'm going to kick it off by reading the question out directly. I'm going to paraphrase it slightly just to shorten things up. I'm also not going to share the name just because I don't know if he wants me to share it. But effectively, the question is all about fear of judgment, right? So the question is, hey, John, I know that we think along the same wavelength often, and this issue of judgment has become clear to me over the last weekend. I have a deep fear of judgment that comes out with certain situations with parent and with work. I recognize it more and more as a key factor that holds me back in so many situations, conversations and interactions. And that awareness has reached a tipping point for me. Seeing how you forge ahead with whatever it is that you're doing without much notice of any judgment that might come your way is admirable. This is only what I see externally. As a friend, would you share with me what that internal perception is for you on this topic of judgment? All right, so here's the thing. The dude's got a business and he's growing the business, but he wants to do other stuff. Maybe there's even social stuff going on here as well. And this fear of judgment's coming up and it's holding him back. And he looks over at me and he sees that I've done lots of different stuff. And that must mean that the fear of judgment's not really there. So this, the first thing I think is to realize how big this one is, right? This fear of judgment. You see a lot of content out there around, you know, they say the fear of failure. You don't worry about the fear of failure. A lot of times you see that with gyms, right? They'll do a, a picture of somebody you know, they can't do a squat or they, they try to do a handstand and they tip over and they say, you know, you got to embrace failure. Look, I don't think anyone's actually afraid of failing. I don't think that the fear of failure is actually the thing that's holding people back at all. I think people fail all the time. But what people are afraid of is the judgment, right? Judgment's like a different feeling. That's like, you know, it's as if you're walking across this room and the room's filled with people, but they're all out to the edge. And you walk across and it's like suddenly you got no clothes on or something. And what are they going to say? Maybe they'll laugh at you. Maybe they don't say anything, right? Maybe it's silence, right? Or what are they whispering to each other? That's the worst thing, right? That's the fear of judgment. Failing isn't a big deal, I don't think, for people. It's this concept or this feeling, especially with social media now. It's like, what will people think of me, right? So... This is big, right? Like we've worked with business owners for a long time. This isn't just big for new people. It's big for businesses who are trying to grow. People are trying to do more marketing, especially. And it stops the vision. Like we've we've seen this literally stop the vision going forward for, for months. And it also can slow down the vision. And then I think in, on the biggest, broadest level, what it does is it stops us, and I don't want to kind of use coach speak here, but it stops you sort of being true to who you really are. Like if you think about the content or marketing, there's a lot of marketing that looks the same, right? Like if you go to a gym page and look at a gym, 
what you see is three things, right? Like our community is the best community. Our programming is the best programming. And then you'll see pictures of people in an ice bath, right? And doing some breath work or something like that. And it's like the, the standardized template for, you know, community gyms now. So why is all the content look the same? Well, because that's what we call subtle mind control. When you hang out in a group and a lot of people are doing things one way, you start to think the same way. And to break through that little bit of mind control, do something different that's unique to your gym, that takes, you're going to get judged, right? That takes a, a lot of energy to move through the fear of judgment. So fear of judgment, I think, plays out in this way, which is lots more insidious, which is this uh, subtle mind control or very similar same, same type of content or same, same type of marketing. It's in the gym industry. It's in the life coaching industry. It's in the business coaching industry. It's in the personal training industry. It's when you start to see the pattern where all the stuff looks the same. And I think people know this, you know, people who are a little bit more switched on, they're like, they know that it's boring and they know that they're doing it, but it's difficult to kind of figure out what's going on and how to break through it. To me, that's all tied in with this fear of judgment. So it's a massive unlock if we can get through it. And it's worth remembering that how potent it is or how much it plays out. So I think for my context, and I don't know, this is one person, I don't know how helpful this will be to you listening to this, but there were periods, I think first and foremost, where I had massive fear of judgment back in the early days when I first got on social media, 2014, 2015, I got on, I quit it, I got back on, I quit it. You know, I went through that same cycle as everyone else. I started to email, I wrote these daily emails from 2017 because I, I saw the value in it. And some days I'd forget to write the email and then I'd remember at 9 p.m. I'd get up, I'd drag myself back to the computer, sit down, like pound out this email and then I couldn't send it, couldn't send it worried about it. Finally, I'd send it. So all of that resistance, all fear of judgment. You know, I got one of my books on the table here. Even when I finished my book, I had it all done. I, you know, sent it off to the publisher. Right before I send it, I'm like, man, I don't really know if I want to send this. It took me half a day or so to kind of break through that and just send it. That's a little bit of fear of judgment creeping in, right? So it's a normal human thing. And I want to just clear that up straight away. It's like, it's not that I haven't felt it. Uh, I'm just like everyone else. The difference, I think, is just the, the amount of practice at kind of doing stuff anyway, right? So I wanted to share a practical way to look at it because I think there's a lot of vague hyperbole and sort of positive mindset work around this that isn't necessarily helpful and a lot of that stuff comes from people, I think, who still have massive fear of judgment. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. But the, the one thing that I found helpful is it was 2019. I was over in New Zealand. I was doing this course and it was a four week intensive. And one of the coaches asked me how it was going. And I was telling him that I was feeling a little bit flat in my work. I couldn't really figure out the next move. And he asked the question, he's like, what are you holding back from us what are you not telling us and it took me a little while to figure out what he was saying I was like what do you mean he's like what are you what are you withholding and the point of it was because of this subtle fear of judgment I was holding myself back I wasn't telling my people what I was really thinking I wasn't sharing my true self my thoughts whatever you want to call it and so from that point forward 
I was like, all right, I got to start to bring out more of this stuff. My way of getting through the judgment is to bring out stuff that I think is cool, right? What I'm into. And to me, this is like the unlock, right? It's the, it's the way to get through this fear of judgment is to literally look and find out what you're really into. Find out what you think is really cool. You know, like there's so much content out there, so much marketing that looks the same. And if you think about that, not all of the people who are creating it have the same interest. They don't all think the same music is cool. They don't all think the same training is cool. So figure out what it is that you think is cool. Like for me, the way that I train, you know, right now I'm into sprinting, weightlifting, shooting bows, spearfishing, you know, weight, general weight training. Like the way that I train is the coolest way that I could possibly think of training. Like I go to sprinting because it's gangster, right? It's cool. It's a cool sport. Like you just look at sprinters and they're pacing, they pace down the track, you know, like sort of peacocking, right? And then they line up and then they do a hundred meters and they're like this, you know, sprinting past you and then they're done. Like it's a cool sport. They look cool. It's fast. It draws attention. The whole thing is cool. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do sprinting. And then I'm going to share some of that stuff in my emails, in my content, because I think it's cool, right? So it's a real safe option to bring stuff out that's different because all I'm doing is getting clear on what I think is cool. What else do I like? Well, I like 90s hip hop, right? So I'll bring out stories. I'll be talking about, you know, we just did a character building workshop and I'll talk about building character so the examples I'll bring out, like maybe it's Tupac, maybe it's Ice Cube. Both of them did acting classes when they were coming up in the music industry. I talk a lot about 50 Cent and his rise in the book that he wrote with Robert Greene. That'll be examples. So what I'm doing is I'm still speaking to the business concepts, but the, the stories that I'll bring in are to do with things that I think are cool. And... So this is across the board, like Creator Club, right? I think the creator archetype is is awesome. Imaginative and artistic helps to realize a vision. Well, that's pretty cool to me. So that's a big part of it. I like the branding. I like the colors. I like the dark and the the charcoal. And I like the contrast, right? So it's all things that I think are cool. I think copywriting is cool. So last year I spent you know, a bunch of time going deep into the world of copywriting. And then that led me to write the first book, right? And now I'm writing the second book because I think it's cool. Now, when you do that, the fear of judgment is a lot easier to break through because if I don't tap into who I truly am or what I like, then what am I doing? Well, I'm, I'm trying to write something. I'm trying to put something out there that I think should fit, but it's, what am, what am I leaning on, right? And so that what happens is then you look back at your marketing or your content and it gives you that feeling of kind of regret, vulnerability, this kind of stuff. I was speaking to a, a woman in Creative Club the other week and she's having big breakthroughs in her, her marketing right now because she's really stepping it up, bringing out a lot more of what she's into, a lot more of a character. And she said, you know, I look back at my stuff from earlier this year and last year and I was like, Looking at the work, looking at the content, saying like, who is this? This isn't even me, right? And that's the difference. Now she's bringing out stuff that she's into, stuff that she thinks is cool. Still solving the problem for the audience, but she's bringing her character and her world into it. 
And what it does is it's like, well, if someone doesn't like that, big deal, right? Not everyone's going to like the stuff that you're into. But what is going to happen is you're going to have a new level of energy around your content or around your marketing. And that energy itself is attractive, right? I guess the takeaway is if you don't think what you're doing is cool, if you're not into it, what are the chances that the audience is going to be into it? Because every time you talk about your product, you offer your service, whatever it is that you're sharing, you're going to be holding back, right? Whereas I can talk about Creator Club. I'm like, this is the coolest coaching program, the, the coolest business program, the coolest coaching program on the planet. Like we do really cool stuff and it's even going next level next year, right? More live events going deeper, doing all sorts of cool stuff. And I can say that with certainty because I believe that because I created that in line with what I think is cool. Now, it doesn't mean stuff doesn't change, right? Like a little while ago, when we first built out Circle, which is our private platform on the back end, there was all these, you know, we had all these emojis in it and stuff because we sort of just thought that's like fun and that will look good. And then one day I looked at it and I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't think that's cool. Like I've got to go and take those all out. So went in and just got rid of all the emojis. And it's not like emojis don't come in sometimes, but I don't think emojis are that cool. So we don't use them, right? And so things still change. The second book that I write is going to be different to the first book because I think a little bit differently. But so things change, but at least when you look back, you're like, yep. I like it and I'm going to bring in, you know, more of that sort of stuff as I go forward. Now, you know, some people, I think just in, in wrapping this up, some people don't know really what they're into. We've kind of gotten to that weird place where people, a lot of people, and I think I've been there at times, are so into the people that they follow and the industry and the niche that if you're like, hey, what are you really into? They'll say like what they're supposed to say for that niche or what they're supposed to say from that market for fear of being judged. And you got to break through that, right? And so one way that I do that is I don't follow that many people. I don't follow a lot of coaches or anything like that. The coaches and mentors that I work with are on the fringes, right, of the industry or the books that I read are right on the outside. I'll read books from the 1850s right through to the 1920s right through to today. My sources of information and my thinking, you know, I like to talk to old people. I go back to New Zealand and I hang out with my dad. I'm looking at mentors and teachers from all these different areas because I like the thinking and that really has helped me. I think if you only are following, you know, David Goggins and Tony Robbins and, you know, uh, who else like, you know, Esther Perel and you've got the current cultural, who's the other one, Jordan Peterson. It's like the current popular group. And, and their concepts, if you look deeper, uh, are not new, right? It's been around for a long time. But if you're only following a current trending culture, what's going to happen is what you think is cool and your content is going to feel exactly like everybody else's. So a big part of it is where the information sources are coming through. 
we've had, you know, a bunch of people do this. This is part of our work in Creative Club is like to help people break through this and bring the, the character out and what they're into. A uh, great example was uh, one woman in Creative Club, she's a lawyer and came from corporate and, you know, moved into small business and the early part of the work was like, okay, let's tweak the messaging. What are you into, right? So she turns out she's into kind of, you know, different kind of music and running and small business and all this other stuff. And she has a lot more relatable way of speaking once we tapped into it. And so her content now looks totally different. And what's happened is she's just taking off more revenues, climbing audiences, climbing engagements, climbing because people who are looking for a lawyer are looking for people that are human, but they also see her um, threading in little bits of character and bits of story into the work. And it's like, awesome. That sounds really cool. Like maybe I'm into that kind of music or I'm into running as well. And that's a massive uh, asset for your business too. So the, the work's got to be whatever offer you're doing, whatever it is, whatever program you got, it's got to solve the problem, right? It's got to solve, there needs to be the offer component to that. We teach that with what's called an offer framework. You got to solve the problem, but I think you got to think that the stuff is cool. You know, we're not here selling concrete or selling commodities or doing this kind of stuff. You're in a character driven business. You got to coach and create a business. It's like, what, what lights you up? How can you thread in that punk rock? How can you thread in, you know, your love of food, your love of comic books or your love of old movies, whatever it is into your, into your work, into your email copy, into your stories, into your clothing, whatever it is. So that's my, that's my response. How do I deal with judgment? Well, now I just don't care anymore that much. And, but at the beginning I did. And the way that I got through it was by doing stuff that I thought was cool, that lights me up. What I realized very quickly was, hey, other people like that. When I bring free diving into a business event, other people thought that was cool and they were talking about it. So I'll do more of that. And the more you do that, the more you get a positive sort of uh, spiral. And then pretty soon you're like, okay, I'm solving a specific problem as a coach. I'm helping people in this specific way, but I'm going to bring in ways that bring in things that light me up along the way. Makes a lot of fun, gives you a lot more energy. And eventually you just have your own character going on, your own world. And people can't really copy that because it would be super obvious and you feel free. You got a bunch more energy and you can then have a bunch more momentum as well. That's it for today. If you enjoyed this one, send it to someone else who stuck on the fear of judgment. Go write down a bunch of stuff that lights you up, thread it into your world, your copy, your, your content, and you shall be free from the, the jaws of judgment from this point forth and you shall prosper. And we'll see you on the next episode.